Welcome. This is Victoria Schneps, president of Schneps Media. And today we have our Power Woman podcast. And I'm so delighted to introduce Suri Kassira. She is the president of Kassira, a New York government relations company that helps many people in many different worlds. Welcome, Suri. I'm so happy that we have this moment to be together. Thank you so much. Well, um, you know, well to be with you, Vicki. Thank you. Being a woman in business is never easy. But there's something I believe that inspires us when we're young, whether it be a person or a family member uh, or be somebody that influenced us. Who in your growing up has influenced you to help be who you are today? Well, I would say my father. My father was, uh, uh, was my inspiration. He passed away a number of years ago. He was a sole survivor. He survived the Holocaust. He was the sole survivor of a very large and a very large family. And he was really the most kind and generous person I know. But what influenced me was who he was, but also his story. And I always was really thinking about what happened during those years and thinking that somehow I wanted to make sure I knew everybody who was in power so that I could protect my family should something like that ever happen again. And that sort of led me on the road to figure out who is influential in our society, how does government work, how are decisions made, who are those people that make those decisions, and wanting to make sure I really understood all of that. And I think that that was very much a part of my psyche. And I really started to think about how to advocate. My mother's family is from Syria and there were 4,000 Jews that remained in Syria at the time. And uh, all of us were very involved in the Soviet Jewry movement, trying to make sure that the Jews in the former Soviet Union would have freedom to get out and leave if they wanted to. And I realized that no one was doing anything about the Syrian Jews. And that started me on the journey of founding an organization um, and helping the Jews, uh, the 4,000 Jews have the right to leave. And that started me on a path of advocacy. Well, you know, I think it's uh, remarkably um, powerful when we have a parent that we can look up to and we can be inspired by, and it sounds to me your father was your inspiration. How did you come to be in business? How, what is your journey with your career? Well, as I mentioned, I had founded this organization, um, but I didn't really know a lot about advocacy. And it was after that experience that I realized in order to become an advocate and really be effective, I really needed to be in government and to be in politics. And so I worked on Bill Clinton's presidential campaign. And after that, I went to work for Mario Cuomo, who was then governor of the state of New York. And once he lost, I thought a lot about what I wanted to do next. I was very interested in going in-house, perhaps to a hospital, a university, um, and doing government relations. But somehow, since I had never actually done that, it was hard to get those jobs. So people said to me, you know, you seem great. Why don't I hire you as a consultant? And I said, because I'm looking for a job, but at least in the time being, I'm glad to be a consultant. So my husband and I were getting married. He was in government. 
and uh, I ne- we needed to pay for our wedding. And so I took on all these consulting projects in government relations. And one day my husband said to me, you have a business. And I said, I'm not interested in a business. I'm looking <laughs> for a job. And he's like, you have 10 clients. That's a business. So one of my clients wanted me to take office space with them. And the next thing you know, I hired somebody and now we have 40 people. So. <laughs> well, I think, you know, it's not just, I know you're making not a big deal about it, but you are probably the largest and most successful revenue generator of all the firms in your category. Am I correct? Yeah. I mean, we've been number one for the last uh, quite a few years. Well, I'd like to tout that, you know, I'll brag for you if you won't brag. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you, Vicki. But what what were the things in business that, um, you know, enabled you to grow? Was it, you know, what was the blend of coming together with 10 clients and then building that business? What do you think were some of the things that achieved that? Uh, You know, we started out very much in the not-for-profit sector and still have almost 40 not-for-profit clients, uh, many of whom have been with us for 15 plus years. Um, And then we started to do a lot of real estate and corporate work. And, um, you know, one thing led to another during the pandemic. We were incredibly busy working with the restaurants. We still represent an organization that has 4,000 restaurants as members. Uh, We represent the hotel industry uh, of New York City and lots of sectors. We represent hospitals, universities, all kinds of people who are important partners in government in getting things done. And we advocate on their behalf to city and state government. So when you talk about, let's say, you know, for us, restaurants are a big deal because we in uh, in the dance papers world where I um, have a media, we do a lot of these taste events and they've, many of the restaurants did have a hard time. What would be an example of something you did to help the Restaurant Association? Well, we really helped to advocate for the outdoor um, for the outdoor seating program, uh, which now so many restaurants have, but really helped during the pandemic. Uh, we had, uh, together with government, a vaccine bus that went to all the neighborhoods, to the restaurants, to vaccinate all of the employees in the restaurants so that they could continue working. Uh, we helped a lot of these restaurants uh, develop protocols for reopening. We uh, advocated for the liquor to go, um, which was a very important revenue stream for the restaurants. So those are just some examples of some of the things that we did. Well, I think, you know, to me, I'm an advocate for people with disabilities, and I know that it's a constant fight. It's not like you win a battle and it's over. Um, In New York City, I think the engine that drives the city is tourism. So how are the hotels faring? Well, you know, they're getting back on their feet. Um, It's it's been very, very challenging. Uh, We helped many of them during the pandemic reinvent themselves. Um, get government contracts so they could stay open. Uh, Some of them were housing first responders. Uh, Some of them were housing uh, nurses, doctors. They even took over some of the people who needed shelter. So, you know, we have been really working to help them uh, with some of the tax policy issues uh, that have unfairly disadvantaged them. And particularly during the pandemic, because they lost so much money, uh, we were working with government to make sure that they had some relief. 
you know, it shows how business and government must work together to make our society work. It's not very, uh, to me, complicated that there's got to be a hand-in-hand relationship in order to survive. I know that um, no owning media in Queens, many of the restaurants couldn't do the outdoor cafe because the fee for it was so high, they couldn't afford to do it. And now... The streets are filled with these wonderful cafes, bringing the charm of Manhattan dining to the boroughs. Have you seen that going on? Yes, very much so. And Vicki, I just want to say, I know that you are a tremendous advocate for disabilities. And I know that you fought and you advocated, you know, around Willowbrook. And I was in government at that time. And I really remember that. Uh, and I think it's that kind of uh, activism. Um, we try to get parents stakeholders, people who care about the issues engaged, uh, because it can't just be a person like me, one person fighting for something. We have to have people behind us. And so a lot of what we do is really activate uh, stakeholders to get engaged and to accomplish what you, what you accomplished so miraculously. Well, you know, honestly, um, it's a battle that uh, 50 years later from the first days of marching and picketing to today, the battle is never over. And I think that's a very important point for nonprofits is that people involved in causes have to keep fighting. It's a it's a lifetime battle. So I think, you know, having people like you who know how to navigate the government is very critical. And, you know, I becoming number one is not so easy. Can you give us some secrets to your success that we could share of what helped to have make that happen to be number one? Absolutely. I mean, uh, just a couple of thoughts. Uh, first of all, love what you do. Find what you love and do it. Because when you're doing what you love, you're going to be successful. Uh, because you're going to be passionate. You're going to care about it. You're going to want to succeed. And that's a big part of it. Um, I would say the second piece is be tenacious. If you believe in something, then don't give up. You know, uh, tenacity often wins. Be positive. People want to be around positive people. You ever hear people who walk around going, ah, it's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. Well, that's self-fulfilling. If you're negative, then you're actually creating uh, a scenario that's not going to be successful. Uh, and finally, um, build and use your network. Use every opportunity. And I know, Vicki, you have done so much to help people network in their industries, to help women network, to help people in real estate network, people in neighborhoods network. That is so important. You're providing people with an opportunity to build their network. Once you build your network, you have to figure out how to use it. Those people in your network are those people that are going to help you get whatever it is that you want to achieve, uh, accomplish your goals, you know, get clients, you know, so it's all about the network. Well, you know, I think uh, that advice is something we should be beating the drums with because it's such sound advice. Uh, is there any advice you give, you know, you are a, uh, an expert on government relations, Right now, the gun control and the fact that there were these terrible murders uh, repeatedly by people who are mentally ill, do you have any suggestions of what people can advocate now in government? Because it seems like it's in government's hands, whether it be for mental illness cures or for gun control. You know, I think you're bringing up two very, very important issues. Um, the issue of the mentally ill in our society, how they're treated, 
treatment for them, um, making sure that they are not on the streets, uh, making sure that they're getting proper medica medication and treatment is so important. We represent an organization called Coalition for Behavioral Health, uh, which is a, a couple of hundred mental health organizations, not-for-profits that are in this space. They do incredible work. There are amazing resources out there and uh, you know, dealing with this crisis that has been, as you know well, Vicki, much worse since the pandemic is, is really, really important. And on the issue of actually guns, legislation that makes it more difficult for uh, people to get guns, legislation that really understands who's buying the gun and if they have the capacity, uh, the mental capacity to use it correctly is really, really important. You know, the NRA is a very, very powerful organization. Uh, they fight this legislation tooth and nail. They fight elected officials that, uh, that try to put more controls around this. And, you know, we have to be vigilant and make sure that our elected officials know that these issues are very, very important to us. So I think that that's really what we call advocacy at its highest rank, to be able to be, call your legislative, call your person in elected. That's why they're there. They're there to serve us. So I appreciate your advice. And I think that in closing, guys, everybody listening, you can have an effect. And I think through your group of uh, your business, uh, Suri, you have helped people have an effect with the government, people that we elected officials. I'm so happy to have had with me Suri Kassira, president of Kassira, a New York government relations firm. Thank you the so much, Vicki. I admire one. you so much. Till next time. Bye now. Bye.